everyone, and welcome to Homecoming, a podcast that provides the space for Asians, Asian Americans, and Pacific Islanders to tell their stories. I'm your co-host, Angel Rina. I am a Chinese, Korean, American, and grew up in Rolla, a very small rural town in Missouri. But I went to high school in Massachusetts and now am a rising sophomore at Yale University. Also, my preferred gender pronouns are she, her, hers. And I'm your co-host, Emily. I'm also a rising sophomore at Yale University. I identify as an American-born Chinese, and my pronouns are she, her, hers. I live in Brooklyn in New York City, and there's a pretty sizable immigrant and Chinese population in my neighborhood. I went to a majority white middle school and then a majority Asian, Asian American high school, so I thought about my Asian American identity pretty frequently as I was growing up. Oh, wow. That must have been a pretty drastic cultural shift for you, and Mm -hmm. we'll definitely get into that in future episodes. So I briefly mentioned in the beginning what this podcast is about, but I also wanted to expand more on the goals we have for Homecoming, what we hope to accomplish, what we're planning week to week, and also why we sort of wanted to create something like this, because, you know, this is our first episode, and also Homecoming has been a long time in the making, and I'm so excited that it's finally coming to fruition and that I'm able to work on this and do it with someone like you, Emily. Yeah, I'm so happy to be able to work on and collaborate on Homecoming with you too, Angel Rita. So how this podcast will be structured, or at least tentatively structured, is that we'll have guests on every week to discuss and interview them about a variety of different topics and themes they feel like are a large part of their identities and their lives. Some examples that we're throwing out there are being queer and Asian, navigating interracial relationships, religion, academia, and pretty much everything in between. Absolutely. We really just wanted to have a platform for people who identify as AAPI to share their stories and talk about their experiences. And we also hope that through these stories, you, the listeners, will realize that Asians aren't this huge, uniform conglomerate. You know, there are East Asians, Central Asians, South Asians, Southeast Asians, Pacific Islanders, and so many more. And even within those groups, there are so many different countries and ethnic groups. Asians aren't all the same. You know, I feel like that's something that is said a lot and that I've heard a lot, especially growing up in my small town in Missouri. And something else we want you guys to know is that since we're mostly based in New Haven, except right now these are pretty crazy times, which we'll talk about more later on in this episode – Our guests will usually be Yale students and faculty, local New Haveners, or visiting scholars and speakers. So we just wanted to acknowledge that this in and of itself is sort of another category of experiences. And especially for Yale students and faculty, we are going to hold a certain privilege of being at the institution. But we will definitely have other guests on. And, you know, Emily and I also come from different backgrounds, different places. So we'll also definitely interview people who don't go to Yale, but are also very important to our lives too. Yeah, definitely. 
And because we're discussing such urgent and difficult topics, you know, Angelina and I, we really wish to present the spectrum of opinions that are held by members of the AAPI community. Um, because like you said, Angelina, even though the dominant culture groups us all together under this broad category of Asian American, we're not a monolith in terms of culture and opinion. And so we hope to facilitate this understanding of diversity within our own community through homecoming. And, you know, we'll try to have a place where you guys can give us feedback if you feel like you haven't been represented on this podcast, or if you feel like your particular stories haven't been told, and we'll give you an opportunity to have your voices heard. So, Angelina, do you want to talk about how you came up with this idea and why you wanted to start a podcast in the first place? Um, because, yeah, like, I know this has been a really long time in the making. Yeah. So... In the middle of my senior year of high school, I started watching the show called Red Table Talk, and I'm not sure if you or the listeners have heard of it, but mm -hmm. it's basically this daytime TV talk show hosted by Jada Pinkett Smith, Adrian Banfield Norris, and Willow Smith, so a real power squad. But I was so into this show because it felt very raw. You know, they were inviting guests and discussing issues like immigration, relationships, domestic violence. And the conversations they were having on that show were incredibly moving and raw and profound um, that I thought, wow, like when I get to college, I want to do something like this, but maybe in podcast form, mm -hmm. um, because at that time I was also starting to listen to a lot of podcasts and was just really fascinated with how versatile the platform was because, you know, people can listen to a podcast and multitask um, or they can also, you know, really just focus on that podcast and focus on listening to it. But I also realized at the same time that there weren't that many podcasts out there dedicated to the range of different Asian and Asian American experiences. And I also noticed that on Red Table Talk, they didn't bring Asian, Asian American guests on. And, you know, that's, that's like a whole different conversation about Asians in the media and the entertainment industry. But yeah, I basically wanted to combine all of these different things to create this beautifully vibrant podcast about Asians. Um, yeah, so that's my story. What about you, Emily? Yeah, completely. Creating a platform for marginalized voices is so, so important. Um, as for me, I've also listened to podcasts for a pretty long time now. Um, the first one that I really got into was The Moth, <laughs> which is yeah. such a podcast, a classic. Um, and I'm sure that you're familiar with it and some of our listeners may be familiar with it too. Mm -hmm. um, but I basically lived on The Moth for all of last summer. And the thing that I loved most about it was hearing people's stories told in their own voices. Um, so like the audio quality of people telling their own stories lets you hear the emotion and the hesitance um, and like even the seriousness in their voices. And I think that once you don't have um, the visual component of storytelling and you're forced to basically only focus on um, the person's voice, that adds something that I don't think can be captured um, with a video or even an article. Absolutely. Um, there really is just something so real and raw about just focusing on someone's voice and not necessarily on the other distractions that may be going on. And 
Now we wanted to also discuss the name of our podcast, Homecoming. So Homecoming was inspired by Hassan Minhaj's Netflix comedy special, Homecoming King, um, where he shares stories from his life about you know, his experiences with racism, immigration, family, and you all should definitely watch it and check it out if you haven't yet. Um, I would 100% recommend. But I was really inspired by how, one, he was this Indian-American comedian, incredibly funny. I've always loved him, absolutely killing it on stage. And two, also the way that he told stories and mixed it with comedy in a way that made it extremely digestible um, and, you know, also made people cry and laugh. And all of that together was just very moving. And so my goal with making the name of our podcast Homecoming was that hopefully our listeners, guests, and also us as hosts could find a home in all of the raw and real conversations people have and the experiences that our guests share on this podcast. And we'll definitely stick to that mission throughout. And we really do hope that you all find a special place in your hearts for our guest stories. So now that we've introduced the podcast, uh, there's one topic in particular that we really wanted to talk about in our introductory episode. As I'm sure you all know, we are living in truly historic times right now because of the global pandemic that is COVID-19. Hopefully, you and your families are all safe, all healthy, socially distancing, and taking the necessary precautions if you absolutely need to get outside. Um, Angelina, how has self-isolation been for you? Yes, um, Emily, you and I are at home right now, and we have been for several weeks, you know, with school being canceled for the rest of the semester. And like you said, I hope, you know, our listeners are staying safe during this time. But yeah, so I live in Springfield, Missouri, and there are like 70 or 80 um, cases there. But, you know, it's nothing compared to what's going on in New York and you know, you you will definitely talk about that, Emily, with your experience being in New York City. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Missouri at one point was one of the states with the fastest growing cases of coronavirus, which is really crazy wow. and scary. But, you know, of course, my family and I were pretty worried and we've taken all of these precautions. And we actually recently temporarily moved back to my old town where there are no reported cases as of now. Um, but, you know, it's just really crazy what's happening in our world right now. And I feel really lucky that I was able to do that. And I'm somewhere relatively safe because I know that that's not something that um, a lot of people have right now. Um, But yeah, other than that, I haven't left home at all. I've just been doing my schoolwork at home, going to classes, um, spending time with my family. Yeah. What about you, Emily? So I haven't been outside, um, haven't even left my house since Sunday, March 15th, which is the day that I moved back home from Yale since I'd spent the first part of spring break on campus. Um, and yeah, it is crazy living in New York right now. I definitely miss feeling the sun on my skin and being on campus and seeing my friends. But I also know these are the responsible steps that need to be taken now to stop the spread of coronavirus. But at the same time, I don't really want to go outside either because 
there has been such an upsurge in xenophobia and in sinophobia in particular. So I think the the virus was racialized as soon as President Trump used the words Chinese virus. And that phrase has emboldened a lot of people to target Asians and Asian Americans, both in public spaces and on the internet. So perhaps he's not using this rhetoric still now, but I think the damage has already been done um, to the point where I'm afraid to go outside because I don't know how I will be perceived on the streets. Um, If someone is going to do something to me or to my family because I look Asian. Yeah, I'm really glad you brought that up, Emily, because, you know, I've also been seeing videos and articles that my friends have been sharing on social media. Um, Actually, I just saw one right before we started recording this of just this Asian guy at a grocery store just being beat up um, by these random men. And it's just absolutely terrible that that has to happen. Like, I, I honestly just don't understand what people are trying to get out of that. And, mm-hmm. um, like, you know, first of all, we should be social distancing. We should be at home. We shouldn't be taking out our frustration in public. And second of all, like, sure, the outbreak started in China. But honestly, I don't think this is an excuse for anyone to unleash their inner and outward racism during a time when we're really supposed to be helping each other and uplifting one another. And I realize that, you know, if if people are going to be racist, they're going to be racist, like regardless of what's going on um, in the environment, in the world. But mm-hmm. like, I, I just, I just don't get it. And You know, I understand that many of us haven't experienced something like COVID-19 ever before. And, you know, we probably won't ever in our lifetimes if we're lucky. But, you know, again, this isn't an an excuse for anyone to be violent and taking advantage of others. And I've also heard from some of my Asian friends that, you know, people were trying to avoid their parents' businesses and restaurants. And it's also just so unfortunate that in some places, Asian businesses were and are still being targeted. Yeah, that's a really, really big thing. You know, small businesses, but especially Asian owned small businesses have taken a real hit because of the pandemic. Um, And I think Asian owned businesses and restaurants, particularly, um, partially because of this racialized rhetoric. But, you know, if I can look at the bright side of things, I guess, there has been some good that has come out of this, too. So I think people have been making a lot more of an effort to connect with friends and family, Um, you know, watching Netflix and catching up on sleep, Um, you know, finally picking up that hobby that they've always been thinking about. Um, So like for me, I've been spending a lot of time writing poetry for the zine that I've been thinking about for a really long time. Um, So I'm glad that I finally have the time to actually sit down and write and create. Um, But of course, I do also want to acknowledge that there are a lot of people who are not as privileged as I am during this time 
who can't necessarily view self-isolation as an extended vacation because of familial obligations or um, sick loved ones, you know, limited access to resources, you know, things like that. Um, But Angelina, for our listeners who do have some extra time and are looking for fun things to do, do you have any suggestions? Yeah, so first, before I get into any of my suggestions, I just wanted to talk a little more about what you were saying, Emily. I just wanted to acknowledge that I feel really lucky to be able to view this situation of being at home in the midst of coronavirus as a very positive thing. And I feel really grateful to be fortunate enough to view it that way because there are so many people out there who really have no choice but to view this situation as a time to worry and take care of loved ones and check in on people and really prioritize their safety. So Mm -hmm. I just wanted to say that before I got into any of my suggestions. But Emily, good for you for working on that zine. It sounds amazing and I'm really excited to see what the final product looks like. But Yeah. So as for my suggestions, I think Mm -hmm. that at least for me, it's been really healthy to not check the news as often. You know, I used to be so preoccupied with reading the news, um, checking updates like once an hour, several weeks ago. I used to be really into this Mm -hmm. New York Times coronavirus map. And every time they updated, I would see the number of cases in New Haven and Missouri and my county just grow. And it was just too much. And I felt really overwhelmed and stressed out by it. So for any listeners out there who are like me and really just feeling overwhelmed by what you're reading in the news right now, maybe try to check updates daily instead of once an hour, you know, just take baby steps and take care of yourself in that regard. But another suggestion I have for people is to watch some good movies. I have been doing several Harry Potter movie marathons at home, you know, just going through the series and realizing again how good the movies are. And for any of my university students out there, a lot of your universities actually offer free Xfinity and Hulu or various versions of those platforms that offer free TV shows and movies. Mm -hmm. And actually for incoming class of 2024 students actually too, you guys can check if your universities offer those platforms. And if they do, you know, get set up with your university account and profile and email and all of that. And then you can start accessing those benefits during the summer before you even enter school. And that's a really great thing. And, you know, just start taking advantage of those benefits as soon as possible. So yeah, those are our suggestions for all of you as you take on this new week. Thank you so much for listening to this first episode of Homecoming. We really can't wait for you guys to continue on this fun journey with us and learn and grow with us because this is new for both Emily and me. Neither of us have done a formal podcast before, but I also know that we didn't talk about ourselves too much in this first episode, but we hope that you guys get to know us better as the episodes go on and 
we'll also definitely have an episode sometime soon dedicated to talking about ourselves and our life stories Mm -hmm. so that you guys can get a better sense of who we are. But we hope you're as excited as we are for this podcast and for some AAPI storytelling. Please don't forget to subscribe to Homecoming on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and really wherever you listen to your podcasts. And honestly, feel free to give us any feedback. We're really dedicated to making this a fun and insightful experience for everyone. But yeah, thanks so much for tuning in. Please stay safe, keep pushing forward, and we'll see you all next week.